0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to the Racing Dudes YouTube channel
1: and welcome back to Dude's Who Bad Sports. Papa Dude, are you ready to talk Super Bowl? Let's do it. This I like this line a lot. I don't know about you, but I kind of like it.
0: Yeah, we uh my phone's going crazy. There we go. We uh we've been talking about it all all week. It's like, boy, this is interesting <laughs> this line. So, yeah, we'll get right into that. So, what we're going to do, we will talk all things Super Bowl. To start the show, and then we're going to do our little uh, Toby Keith storytelling tribute to end the show. Kind of spend probably an equal amount of time on both. We've got a lot to talk about today when it comes to that. So let's get the business out of the way first. Let's talk Super Bowl. San Francisco is the favorite. They're one and a half point favorites here. The total sits at 47 and a half. This thing's been one and a half or two Pretty much ever since it opened on uh, that Sunday evening of over a week and a
1: half ago now. You said you liked the line. Tell us who you like. Well, I do. And it's went down a half a point since this morning because somebody texted, one of my friends texted me this morning and said, hey, what's the latest line? And I looked it up and it was two. And now it's down to one and a half and it may go back to two. And so what does that tell us? That tells us that line is easy to bet. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. Don't you? Yeah. It's an easy line to bet. If you mm-hmm. like the Chiefs, you bet it. And you bet them to to t- you bet it on the money line, or you bet yep. it uh whatever the line's gonna be that makes you the most money. It, 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 the line is doable for either side. Yep. Yep. If you like the 49ers, point and a half, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, yeah, this is a bettable line. There's going to be a lot of money thrown at this one. Um, I just I there's just so much I like about the Chiefs in this game. Uh, I've done some research today in a couple of things we talked about on our show for for the last few weeks. The big stat that I looked up that just pops out at me from the playoffs during the mm-hmm. playoffs The 49ers are averaging, giving up 159 rushing yards per game. That is terrible. That's awful for the NFL. Mm -hmm. And if you've watched the Packers and you watch the Lions, they ran it down their throats. Both teams did. Now that's not the strong suit of the Chiefs, but they do have a running back that is dynamic if his head's on right and he'll be ready for this one, and he doesn't do stupid things. He could really hurt the Niners. So that's one aspect I like in this game. Can the Chiefs exploit what looks to me like to be a weakness for the 49ers? I think they're going to come out and try to run it. What do you think?
0: I totally agree. Uh, One of my most strongest plays, I don't know what the number is now. I know what I bet it at was Pacheco over 67 and a half yards rushing. And I'm with you. I I think Pacheco is an elite player, but I I do think he's inconsistent. And a lot of it was what you're talking about there, but he'll be locked in and ready to go. And I think it's a big mismatch. And I think Pacheco is going to have a big game in here. So my, like I like the chiefs. I'm going to bet the chiefs in this game. I I think they make sense. I'll, I'll in just a second, I'll get to my biggest fear, but to what your subject what you're talking about I'm very confident Pacheco is going to have a big game so his rushing total going over is is something I I am ready or not ready I have already bet it because it just makes too much sense to me
1: yeah now the next thing the drawback I have on betting the chiefs which I'm going to bet them too I mean it's a no brainer for me yeah uh is this? there's two things one I think the AFC is pitifully weak this year. I really do. I think the NFC is very tough. What am I getting at? I think the 49ers have had to beat better teams than the Chiefs have to get here.
0: I'm not sure that's true.
1: I I, I don't, don't really agree with that. Well, I just I here's here's the thing that Is one of my fears for the Chiefs. The key to them this year has not been Patrick Mahomes on the offense to me. It's been their defense. Mm -hmm. Now, the two teams they've faced in the playoffs don't have creative offenses. They don't have offensive minds, in my opinion. The 49ers do. Kyle Shanahan is a great offensive mind. They're very simple in what they do. They don't do anything fancy. The big key for the Niners is, besides being able to stop the Chiefs' running game or stop anybody's running game, can they do something that, that exploits the Chiefs' defense? I don't know whether they can or not but he's had 2 weeks to devise something to go against that Chiefs defense because to me this is the I can't remember a Super Bowl the Chiefs have went into that we're looking at their defense this is the main reason why they're there can mm-hmm. you no no and I think you're absolutely right see i, I kind of have a
0: complete opposite take on the okay. level of competition Who would you rather play, the Bills or the Packers?
1: You're not going to, you're not going to, okay. On a neutral field, I'd rather play the Bills. Okay. All right. Because the Bills can't win a big game. Yeah. It's fair. And Green Bay would have had nothing to lose. Now, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to go to, Buffalo to play mm-hmm. them. I would not have wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. I would not have. And
0: then I I think the Ravens are a better team than the Lions. I See, I don't. Well, and and let me rephrase it. They were a better team in the regular season than the Lions. Now, what I, we saw of the Ravens in that game against Kansas City, that, that was a horrible effort, right? I I
1: I knew the Chiefs were gonna beat them.
0: I, I did too, I, I never doubted really that. Never doubted. The only time I've doubted the Chiefs this year has been that that Buffalo game. I thought the Bills could beat
1: them. Once they beat the Bills, I knew they were in the Super Bowl. Because I like John Harbaugh, and I'm not going to say he's not a good coach, because he is. They don't win those games very often. They Mm -mm. just don't. That was a pitiful performance. Yep. If you're the best team in the league, that was a terrible performance, and they had all kinds of time to get ready for that. No, I just yeah. did not. I, I hadn't. I had no doubt the Chiefs were going to win that game. Yeah, and I kicked myself for not betting them on the money line. Yeah, no, and,
0: I, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah,
1: the Lions, I think, were playing as good as anyone. They probably well. were. Yeah. They should be in this game. Uh, they 100% should be in the yeah. game. <laughs> it should yeah. be them. I, and you I, know what? If the Lions were in this game, the Chiefs would be three or four point favorites, I think. I think you're right. I I don't know if it'd be that much, but they
0: definitely would be favored. Yeah. Um, you're probably right. Probably two and a half, three point favorites. Yeah, the
1: they would yeah. because it's Detroit instead of San Francisco. Yeah. But you look at the 49ers' two playoff games, they should have lost them both. Should, easily could have could have and should have yes. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i think the other reason we're picking the chiefs and we've talked about this a lot block brock purdy can't win this game by himself he cannot no he's not the best player on their team and i'm going to take the quarterback who's not only the best quarterback of the two but also the best player on his team and that's Mahomes. I mean, when you look at the Chiefs, who's their two best players? It's Mahomes and Kelsey, right? Mm-hmm. But then you go to defensive guys. I think you might put Pacheco up there in the top. Yeah. Three, maybe
0: debatable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But then you go, you know, Jones, uh-huh. uh, Bolton, yep. uh, Tranquil. Those guys are very, very good. Yeah. But you look at the Niners. Their three best players, in my opinion, are McCaffrey, Head and Shoulders, Samuel, yep, and then it's debatable between Kittle, Purdy, and Bosa. You might, you might switch those all around. So when you look at this, Mahomes can make plays himself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Beat you. Purdy cannot. Purdy must have the rest of the players around him play well. Okay. McCaffrey can do it on his own because all Purdy has to do is turn out, hand him the ball. Yep. Or throw a little screen pass out in a flat or whatever to him. But those other guys, in order for them to be a factor in the game, who has to play well? Yeah, Purdy. Purdy does. Mm -hmm. Huge. And I I am not a, a Brock Purdy doubter at all. I'm not. Like so many people are. I think he's solid as a rock. But I'm going with a line this size. I'm going with the team that has the best quarterback. Yep.
0: Well, I think the key to the game is McCaffrey. And if the Chiefs can limit McCaffrey. That's right. They don't have to stop him. They just have to limit him. They can't yeah. let him go nuts like he did, like he's done. If he goes nuts, the Lions – or the the Lions. See, because the Lions should be here. If he goes nuts, the 49ers have got a shot. Because if he goes nuts, that means these other guys really aren't having to do all that much. If they can limit McCaffrey, I don't see any way the the Chiefs lose the game. Because Brock Purdy's not going to be able to make enough plays to beat him. I I really believe that, especially when you factor in there's going to be a ton of pressure on Purdy. In this game, because that's just what the Chiefs do. um I just really feel like that's the big problem. Of okay, they've limited McCaffrey. It's third and eight. Can Purdy get a first down? Throw into whoever. This name who? Even if it's McCaffrey going on a ten yard route or Debo or whoever. Kittle, can he do it? Can he do it consistently? And if they have to ask him to do it consistently, can he do it? And I, I think the answers are no. I do think there is a world where McCaffrey – because he is an elite player. Oh, there is a scenario where he just kind of goes nuts. And, and and you look back at this game and it's like, well, he had like 200 total yards, a couple of touchdowns, and they just couldn't – they couldn't stop him and he was able to beat them. I don't think that's as likely to happen as all the other scenarios that I think <laughs> – Uh, And unfortunately, I think the biggest problem for San Francisco, their defense just has not been very good. The last few games of the season and in the playoffs. And that is the problem. That is the main issue. Like at the end of the day, I do think the 49ers will move the ball some, but if they're not any tighter than they were against the Packers or the Lions, I don't think they're good enough offensively to, to make up for it again and against a, a, a defense that i think is better than what they've played. So i agree.
1: You don't magically get better on defense.
0: Not in the, not in the ways they're getting beat, which is just yeah. kind of getting pushed around.
1: They are. Like
0: if you if you're a secondary and you make a bunch of mental errors, you can correct it. Yeah. But when teams are lining up, handing the ball off to the tailback and getting yards on you consistently, there isn't a fix for that. Mm-mm. So I I don't, that's the thing. Like at the beginning of the year, I picked the San Francisco 49ers to win the Super Bowl. Me too. And I'm not now because I, you know, obviously you've gotten many, many data points to analyze between before they played a game and now, but the defense has been really disappointing. I went into the season knowing, look, when this offense plays a really good defense, they're going to get limited some, but their defense will carry them through those games. I don't think they can again. And I think they're very lucky that they're in this spot. Now, part of it is they made a lot of plays when they needed to make them too. So give them credit, but I don't think they can do it again. And I, I think the spread is what what it is, but I think the Chiefs win the game outright.
1: I do too. And, and, ha- and I'm solidly on the Chiefs having said all this. I won't be surprised if the 49ers win.
0: I don't think you could sit here and say you'd be surprised. No. Yeah, This has been, uh, other than the game they played against the Ravens where they were awful, they've looked like the best team for a lot of the regular season. Now, again, they haven't really looked like the best team in the playoffs. But, no, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And now I want to get to my one thing that I'm okay. very scared about. Okay as an analyst and as breaking down games and breaking down matchups, I look at this and I, I'm not saying the 49ers have no chance to win the game, but every, everything I break down kind of points towards the chiefs, whether it's barely, whether it's big time, but it's, it's all kind of pointing towards Kansas city. And that's my opinion, right? Oh, that's, that's just what I'm that. looking we're at opinion. Exactly. And yet, I mean, you could, yeah, I'm not going to argue it because no. you might have a different one and that's fine. Absolutely. Here's, Here's the fact of the matter. There's analyzing the game, and then there's looking at the what's happening in the betting. and these are facts. Everybody's on Kansas City. There's a ton of money on Kansas City. I hate playing public underdogs. and I hate going against Vegas when they are strong on one side. Mm-hmm. And Vegas is going to be strong unless things change in the next two or three days. Vegas is going to be strong on the 49ers. They're going to want the 49ers to win this game. I, as a better, not an analyst, but as a better, I can't stand being on the other side of that. Yep. It's not a great feeling. And, you you know, if you play that side of it
1: over time, you're going to get beat because Vegas doesn't lose over time. So let me see if I'm understanding this. So what you're saying, most of the money is going on Kansas City. But that line is not changing.
0: The line hasn't changed enough in my yep. opinion, right to the amount of money that's coming in. Maybe it will late. Again, it's hard to make that kind of blanket statement. We still are it's Thursday, the game's on Sunday, but I hate what I'm seeing from the splits <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> because I am I am uh, on the yeah, from, from an analyst situation. I'm on the side of Kansas City.
1: Vegas is keeping that line. Close to where they think it should be. It,
0: it yeah. what Dennis says, bingo. It, it is kind of slowly turning, but. And uh, Kevin, I know you analyze those lines a lot. If you are a, if you are an experienced better, yep. you're seeing what's happening with the with the line movements, uh, with the money that's coming in in relation to the line movements, and you're going. Oh boy, yeah. That's not that's not a good sign for Kansas City. Um, And I say, oh boy, because I'm betting them. I'm not a fan of them, and neither is is Papa Dude. But oh no. (laughs) When you analyze this, we're saying, hey, it's kind of it kind of looks like it's favoring the Chiefs, but you look at the splits, you look at how Vegas is kind of reacting to that money. It favors San Francisco, so there's a vast difference here. Yes,
1: that is true.
0: Yeah, and. Yeah,
1: I and I don't know how Vegas so, knows, but they do. <laughs>
0: so Travis, hold on. Travis says, if a bunch of money comes in on the 49ers the last few days, don't you assume that's sharp money? Possibly, and also kind of goes back to what I said. If that starts to happen, and again, it's it, well, there's two three days in. If you listen to this on Saturday, this could be kind of irrelevant. Oh, it could. Uh, but I'm just talking about from when that opened to right now, that's what I'm seeing. And Travis, as somebody who is gonna bet the Chiefs, and sorry, and I see you're a Niner fan, I'm hoping what you're saying happens. I hope a ton of 49ers when oh, it comes Yeah, in. Travis, we're behind you all the way. <laughs> yeah, we're rooting. now, we're rooting for you guys, but at the same time, rooting and betting are very different. So,
1: yeah. yeah, I just I like the line. If if you want to bet the Chiefs. I think it's gold. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. Uh, um the other and- thing, you know, like I said, I'm not as solid on the Chiefs as I've been. I still am on them. I was much more solid on them when they played the Ravens. Yeah. And I wasn't, I and I was more sold on them when they played the Bills than I am this week. Me, I not am- as much. That was the that was the one I thought they could trip up at because I did too but I still bet them. But me too. Me yeah. too, but that's yeah. what I was most worried about. Yeah. This one, okay. Andy Reed is a fantastic coach. He's going to outcoach almost anybody. Yeah. And his staff is too. Yeah. The defensive coordinator is gold. Uh Spagnola is one of the best. The best. Yep. And I I feel like they outclass the last two coaching staffs that they went against. I don't think they're going to do that against the Niners. I I have a lot of respect for Shanahan and the in the San Francisco staff. Yep. And I, you know, they're they're not going to be in awe of anything. They're going to, you know, they'll they'll be ready to go. Um, Can we also compare this game a whole bunch to the last time these two teams met in yeah. the Super Bowl? It's it's very similar. Yes, it is. Yeah. And what happened there at the last, and and I'm not a Jimmy Garaffalo hater like so many people are. Yeah. Niners had a chance to win it at the last, and they couldn't drive the ball down the field, could they? And that's
0: that's gonna be an issue. I I really think for the 49ers to win, it's gonna it better not be like a three-point game. Like if it's close, I don't think the Niners can win. I think they're gonna have to. Win by a touchdown or more.
1: Um, well, I do too, but I don't think they can get to that point. That's the thing. I don't think their defense is good enough. If their defense doesn't play significantly better, I don't think so either. So, I'm even going to say they may I may have to go as far as to say the Chiefs may not. They may have to play as bad as they did against Tampa. Yeah. For the Niners to get that big enough lead. Yeah. When they just didn't show up hmm Yep. I agree I just with that. I don't see the Niners getting ahead far enough to yep. keep the Chiefs from having a chance to win it late in the game.
0: I agree. I, I, I agree with your takes. And again, it it's almost too... Sometimes I hate feeling like too confident about opinions because that's when it, it flips on you, you know? I, I know. It and I've, I've felt like this for about a week now. It's just like this seems – I don't want to say too easy because it's never easy, but it just – there's too many signs and everybody's seeing them and it's just like this is going to flip and the, the, the Niners are going to win this game, you know? So No. I, but I'm, I'm, I'm not also. going against what I see
1: with my eyes. I just not. I you know? I just – Oh, it's passing the eye test, isn't it? Uh, uh, well, not that. I'm not talking I about the... I just feel like, uh, you know, I really, I hope, there's a lot of reasons I hope they win, the Niners I'm talking about, mm-hmm. because I don't want to pick up or get on the Twitter or, or look at ES, listen to ESPN or whatever all the next couple of days, if the Chiefs win, all the next two days saying, Brock Purdy sucks. I don't want to see that because yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't. Well, I just don't want to hear it. And let's. I do like Brock Purdy, and I think he has done a fabulous job in a very pressure-packed situation. I really. Let's let's face reality. It's very likely
0: that could happen.
1: It will happen (laughs) because all these nuts know how to talk about. They don't. Right. They want to get on there and act like they're experts and stuff. Okay, I'm going to say right now, Brock Purdy's not as good as Patrick Mahomes. Right. And if Brock Purdy was on a lot of NFL teams besides the 49ers, he wouldn't be as successful as he is. That's right. obvious.
0: And I I mean, I hate saying it because I want him to play well just I for like the story. Right? But- yeah. I think there's a much better chance he doesn't play well than he does.
1: Probably. Uh, and, again, it goes back to he's not the best player on the 49ers team. Yeah. And those other guys are going to have to play well. And those receivers who are, in my opinion, are probably better than he is talent-wise, mm-hmm. in order for them to succeed, he's got to get them the ball.
0: Yeah. No, and I agree.
1: I think the 49ers will move the ball. Yeah, I think they. I don't. No one's really stopped them. You know, they've moved the ball in the playoffs. It has been a problem. Yeah, to that. they're
0: gonna. They're gonna have some success for sure. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But from what I've seen of their defense, it's not been. You know, it's like the other day in the in the championship game when they were behind at the half. Uh, whatever. What, what was it, twenty four seven. They come out and they take the ball down the field. It starts the second half and they have to settle for a field goal, which is fine. They had to score yeah. three times anyway. So they got the field goal. So they got a little bit of momentum and you're thinking, okay, they're going to get a stop. They didn't. The mm-hmm. lions went right down the field on them. Yep. And I think they did it another time. I, I think they never the Lions started stopping themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Niners were stopping them. Yep. And I just didn't see that defense step up when they needed to.
0: And that was the same thing when they played the Packers. They yes. they kind of made a comeback. It's like, okay. And really, it was Jordan Love just not making great decisions, throwing the ball pretty pathetically. And it's like, boy. Yeah, the Niners won, but man they got away with one and then like I said the next week it's like man they really got away with one.
1: Yeah. So. And you know, it's possible Mahomes doesn't have a good game. He's human. I I don't really think uh, uh, in a weird way, I I this is so awkward
0: to say, but I I really think it's true. I don't think it he doesn't have to play great to win this game.
1: If because you know, of the
0: way the Chiefs are built,
1: Yeah, if you've watched the Chiefs all year, like, unfortunately, we have to because we live here. Now, their record's not all that great, and they weren't a great team in the regular season, but they've proven they're a great team in the playoffs. That's been proven. But he hasn't been fantastic Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have the weapons around him to be fantastic. Yeah. And he's... You know, their defense has stepped up, and that is an underrated thing about this team. Their defense is really solid
0: They're, they have decided to run their offense like a team that is the defense is the best part of their team yeah. runs an offense. That's what yeah. they've done. And that's again why I love those rushing overs because I
1: think they will try to run it. Oh, I know <laughs> and, they will. yeah, and hold on to that ball. Um, yeah, if you're breaking down film, the first thing you're seeing is the niners having trouble stopping people running. Yep, so you've got to throw the running game into your game plan. Yep. Conversely, the Niners are going to do everything possible, they're gonna be they're gonna be create, creative on how they can get the ball to Samuel and how they can get the ball as many times as possible in the hands of McCaffrey. That's what they're going to do. They're not going to come out like the Ravens with the worst offensive game plan you've ever seen. They're not going to do that. (laughs) Well, one thing uh, I guess kind of to wrap it up,
0: I do believe um, I saw Dennis said he really likes the over 47 and a half. And I, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think the one way it doesn't go over, this could turn into a little bit of an old school type of game
1: where they I run think a lot of running
0: clock. the ball is going to be popular in this. maybe
1: case. some long drives that run a mm-hmm. lot of time off the clock, stuff of that nature. Yeah. Could yep. be. Yep. So uh, I still think it's going to go
0: over, but that, that could be the overkiller, honestly, just long drives and stuff like that.
1: So now both uh, of the, one of the chiefs playoff games would have went over the other one wouldn't mm-hmm. both of the Niners would have went over this. Yeah. So three out of the four games, well, the Chiefs actually played. They played three games, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. what I can't remember the first game.
0: The Dolphins, which was basically just a scrimmage.
1: Oh yeah, it would not have went over.
0: No, it, yeah. it was like twenty six to seven. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the games that they didn't go over, you know, the other team scored seven points.
1: That's so. true. <laughs> That's true. And the Chiefs sat on it in the second half. the yes, Baltimore for game for sure. Yeah.
0: They're gonna have to score in this half. I, guess. I think so too. Yep.
1: It's gonna be a great game, I think.
0: I think it is. Would not be shocked if it wasn't.
1: Yeah, because we've had times where we thought it was really gonna be a good game and it hasn't been. So. yep,
0: but I think I'm with you. I, I lean towards it's gonna to be a pretty, pretty good game. Um, but we're gonna find out a lot uh about uh about it soon, because they're gonna kick off soon and, and mm-hmm. it would be unbelievable if Brock Purdy won the Super Bowl. Incredible. Um but We'll see. We'll see what happens. What a story Scott. that would be. It would be a
1: fantastic
0: story. How about the Big 12 quarterback matchup? You know, the one we all thought would happen when they were in, in college. Oh, yeah. Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes, Iowa State versus Texas Tech.
1: You know, I, I'm i glad you brought that up. Talk, I, said, I slept a couple times here in the last week or so, and, and there's a lot of guys over there that are, you know, big Chiefs fans and stuff. I'm talking adults, not kids. Right. And I asked him, I said, where do you where did where did Mahomes play college
0: football?
1: <laughs> they didn't even know. Yeah. They don't even know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where he played. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're big Chiefs fans, you know. When I told them Texas Tech and they they were never any good now. Record wise. Right. He was good, but they were not. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. And so. uh I of them are old enough to remember when they drafted him, when the chiefs drafted him and how disappointed they were. Yeah. (laughs) Well, at that time, they traded up for that guy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) At that time when he, uh, at that time when he was drafted, uh, he was a, he was a Texas tech and tech had produced all these quarterbacks with these Mm -hmm. great numbers, but none of them had done anything. Um, NFL wise. And so they were like, I don't know, a system quarterback, what are they doing? Well, (laughs) they knew what they were doing. So turned out all right. So yeah, Yeah, I think it did. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right. Final picks. You're going chiefs. I'm going chiefs. Correct. Yep. All right. No brainer for me. We will see what happens. All right. Well, let's get to the second part of the show here. As you probably noticed, if you were watching us, we are drinking out of our oh, red yeah. Solo cups, and uh, thank you, Papa Dude, for reminding me I had not went and got mine before we were getting on the air there. So uh, we'll transition now. I've it's been weird. I mean, I've been looking forward to talking about this, but at the same time, I I've been dreading it. It's tough. Uh, I'm sure you know the news by now, but if not, Toby Keith passes away at the age of 62. Um. People in this part of the country, Oklahoma especially, but here as well, it's it's such a loss. Uh, for us, especially horse racing people and OU people, it just magnifies the loss. I just wanted to tell a few stories, kind of talk about him a little bit uh, to end the show today. Um, Basically, in a weird way, it's just like we didn't know him, but you kind of felt like you knew him because he was always at places we were at.
1: It was, it, we lost our a friend. I feel like I lost a friend. Even though we didn't, it feels that way. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, it just... I,
0: I woke up, I got a text from Dennis. I read that and I was just like, I choose not to believe that right now. I can't, I can't think about that right now, you know? And I know it's been tough and I, thoughts go out to pedlo a good friend of us and the racing dudes uh yeah. just pedlo was close with him and i it's just it's awful it's i awful. was hoping pedlo could be on
1: today uh um, yeah. well i i subbed uh that morning mm-hmm. and i got to school and i uh don't have a computer at school and i glanced at my phone and there's just something on there about toby keith and I get stuff about him on, you know, little blurbs every once in a while, yeah. and in the back of my mind, I thought, "Why would I be getting that today?" You know, I so, but I got so darn busy, I did not have time to even check. You know, I didn't. I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And then, um, during Sandy texted me and said, "Are you on lunch?" And I said, "Yeah." And she called me and told me, "I, I couldn't. I just." I couldn't believe it. And you know most of us who have been what tracking him during this illness knew he didn't look good. Yeah. He just he just continued to look bad. You know, just deteriorate. And most people that are getting better with this you start gaining some weight back, and you start looking. And he just didn't. But the man was so brave, so humble, yeah. so centered. I, I, I brave, centered, whatever word you want. To, he just refused to give in to it, and he just kept doing what he did. So you just kept thinking to yourself, yeah, "He feels good." He wouldn't be able to do this stuff if he didn't, and I think that's why it shocked me so much.
0: Yeah, you would see him, and it'd be like, God, he doesn't look good, but shit, he says he's fine, you know. And I, I think well, that was kind was of by design. Way. He didn't, he didn't want that attention, right. you know. Right. Um, But I, you know,
1: he, he, we would downhill. see him at the football games, mm-hmm. and I would think to myself because I'm old, I, I, I'm thinking, well, he's standing down on that sideline, and yeah. he's standing there, and he's looking normal, he's talking yeah. to everybody, he's cheering. I'm thinking. He must be doing okay. There isn't no way he could sit, he could stand there on that side. And those hot, some of those days were hot. Yeah. And he's yep. down there and he walks across the field. And, yep. you know, he's thinking, God, he doesn't look good. And then, of course, uh, you want me to bring it up or you want to when we got to meet him a few months ago? And yeah, save that one for the last. Okay. It was okay. a kind, of a, kind of a timeline. Okay of why
0: we're talking about this person the way we are, even though I've met him, talked to him three, four times. You have once yeah. there. Um, so obviously when we started going to the OU football games back in 2000 is when we really started going and we would,
1: we, he was at every game. And, well, and yeah, he wasn't that first season though. And I've heard him talk about it. Yeah. He, really, he, didn't, he didn't really know them yet, but right. after that, yeah. He was there all the time. And, and, and I know this sounds odd, but I'm going to miss that so much. When yeah. We go, Whoa. Because the first thing you do is Toby down there on the sideline. That's the first thing you do. That's
0: kind of the thing about it. Like when I said he, he was. Anytime I went somewhere, it seemed like he was there and it's like, you don't know this person, but you feel like you kind of do, you know, and you'd see him walk across the, the field. You always try to spot him. Hey, oh, there's Toby. He's there today. Oh, he's yeah. with JR today, you know, and it well, just kind of that and kind of just that he just had that presence i'm just a common okey because he was yeah he didn't carry himself any different than anybody else he's just a a normal guy and um, so fast forward and i don't know the year exactly but it was early 2010s let's say um i'm up at the uh, carousel club at, at oakland which is not a fancy place, but just kind of where some of the owners sit up there. And we're actually there with Danny Caldwell and table right next to us. There's Toby Keith and a bunch of guys hanging out. And I'm like, man, that Toby Keith, he's like, Oh yeah, he's up here all the time. And no big deal. He's just mingling with people. And you know, it, it, it's just like he, you wouldn't have known he's Toby Keith if you didn't know who he was, you know? And I, I remember I was standing in line to make a bet and I don't know why, but I just felt so comfortable around him. i might have said, Hey, tell me who you got in this one. And they just turned around and goes, well, I'm looking at this 2 I'm looking at this three, the pace favors the four, you know, just like a normal guy would that you're talking about the races with. He goes, well, who do you like? And we just sat there in that line and talk for like two or three minutes about who was going to win that race at Oakland. And I just thought, damn, like this is the most normal guy in the world. He's yep. an absolute superstar. But he just had that way about him where, yeah, you knew he was a star, but you didn't. He didn't make you. I don't know. It's like he didn't. He, he just. He just acted like and felt like a normal guy. And I remember when uh, Reckless Jerry was running in that Triple Crown series up at Oakland, the Kentucky Derby preps. And remember he came out and watched the race from the right. rail that day. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody bothered him. He didn't make a big deal of it. I was just like, this is the coolest damn thing. This guy is really cool, you know? So um,
1: but you're you're absolutely right. I'll never forget this, and I'm sure you remember. And then go back to your stuff because you've mm-hmm. you've been in, in rooms with him much more than I have. Um uh, he what he what what he would do at the OU game, he, he would he would go down and stand on the sidelines. These are at the home games, mm-hmm. uh for the first half. And he has a suite in the upper deck on the other side of the stadium. Yeah. And so he would walk across at halftime and he would go up and, and watch the second half yeah. in his suite. So we're down there one day. and or, Well, we did it on purpose. Let's go down there and watch Toby come up the ramp. Yeah. You know, yeah. And shake his hand. So we're kind of back in the background there and he comes walking up and there's people everywhere. No one acknowledges it not no. a soul nope you can't miss toby keith Yep. He's the thing guy. about him is he this guy is a giant of a man he's he's yeah. he, he's a big guy you know and he's put together and everything and, and he and it but he looks just like us you know Yeah. he, he doesn't you know, what you see on tv is toby keith I, yeah. that's him so he walks through, nobody sh- nobody says a word, we shake his hand, he doesn't say, you know, we don't bother him, boom, he just yeah. goes on, he wrote, nobody says this. So a couple of guys that sit in front of us, you know, because I'm just amazed. I can't believe he's not being swamped yeah. by people.
0: Yeah.
1: By the way, he doesn't have an entourage. No. no there are no bodyguards. No, it's, really it's him. Yep. Yeah. So I go, I said, I said, Kent, that was the guy in front of us, Kent. Just, Toby just walked right through. Nobody's even he goes, he's in the public eye down here all the time. He goes, he goes, he's everywhere in this this town. I mean, it's common right. knowledge when he's nobody even thinks of him as being a star yep. down here because he's us. Yep. He's yep. us. Yep. And he was. And I, I'll never forget that. I will never forget that. Well. Um, that was, was so strange to me because this guy. Um, you talk about talent, yeah, yeah, a tremendous singer. Yeah, he could he could he could play any song. I've re- I've watched so many tributes of him in the last couple of days, and people yeah. are saying he just pick up a guitar and just start playing anything you want. Yeah, he knew it. He could play it. Talent. Well. Out the ass, this guy was one of the best there ever
0: was. <laughs> and 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 to that, I will will tell the story of yes. the greatest night out of my entire life. Uh, I'm not saying it's the greatest night or day of my entire life, but at a like out out at a club or a bar in this case, and, and it'll never be as another one better, and it probably will not ever be a close second. So yeah. we were, uh, it was at Oakland. Is at Hot Springs. Uh, Jared and I got invited to a uh, 10 strike, uh, which 10 strike racing. They're kind of a, a syndicate com- uh, company that ha- owns horses. We went to one of their little get togethers. Right. And, uh, there were a couple of bloodstock agents there that are pretty popular and, uh, and some, just some random owners of 10 strike, you know, and then the big owner was there anyway. He said, yeah, it, uh, Toby Keith's in town and, uh, we're going to go hang out where he's hanging out tonight.
1: And And this was really a fancy place, right? Oh,
0: God, just wait. So so the the big owner goes, yeah, he's going downtown to the Ohio Club. And I thought, okay, I hate the Ohio Club, but I'll go down there. if Toby Keith's down there. So anyway, we went to the Ohio Club, and we walk in that place, and Kenny Smith's uh, groom at the time calls my buddy. He knows my buddy. He said, Hey. Get down here to Jim's Razorback Pizza right now, which is a, just a dive. And and my buddy, it's not it wasn't Jared Welch uh, at the he Jared Welch was with me, but it was uh, another Jared. We knew Jared said, I can't remember this guy's name. and I know this guy. I bump into him, but I can't ever think of his name. That the Kenny uh, the work for Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith. Uh, Toby had horses with Kenny Smith. That was the yeah. connection. He had a bunch. He said, he said, man, I ain't coming to Jim's Razorback. We're going to hang out with Toby Keith here at the Ohio Club. He goes, you got the racing dudes with you? And Jared's like, yeah. He said, get them, damn. I'm not going to tell you what he's t- what he called us. <laughs> it, this is our old cowboy guy. He said, get them guys and get, get your asses and bring these people. I got a table for you here at Jim's Razorback Pizza. And Jared said, again, we ain't coming. He goes, get your ass over here. He says, all right. So we did a loop at Ohio Club. Nobody was there. We go to Jim's Razorback Pizza, and old Kenny, Kenny's assistant there, it's got us a table right next to Toby Keith. Toby Keith's sitting right behind us, him and about six buddies. They got, they got, you know, just drinking, having fun. Just looked like any old buddy. Nobody bothered him the whole night, and and, and people kept kind of hanging around, thinking Toby might go up and play. And one by one, that place starts emptying out. It's like one in the morning, and it starts emptying out because everybody's giving up. They're like, oh, he's just here having fun. He ain't going to play. There was a band playing, like a local band, and that band quit. And there's probably about 20 people in this place by now. It's like 1.30 in the morning. We're... My buddies are about the only ones left. The, the Blood Sox agents fr- gave up on it, so there ain't no way Toby Key's playing one thirty morning at Jim Razorback Pizza. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Here he came. About 20 of us in there. He got up on that stage for about 30 minutes. He was And, and to your point, he played some of his songs, and yep. then he started playing just some random stuff. He yells out to the crowd, what do you guys want to play? What do you want to hear me play? We're shouting shit at him. He's playing it. I'm telling you, it was the, it was incredible. It was incredible. And that guy had been sitting at that bar drinking all night. And I'm yeah. sure he'd been at Oakland all day drinking. He sounded. I know. Perfect. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here going, we're at Jim's Razorback pizza at one 45 in the morning. And Toby Keith is playing for 20 of us, and we're yelling shit for him to play like he's a damn guy on the street. Like,
1: it's unbelievable.
0: It was incredible. And here's the greatest part of it. Well, no, it's not. This isn't the greatest part of it, but this tells you the kind of guy he is. Okay. He plays, he gets off the stage, he shook every one of us' hands, left the, I mean, Again, you just would have thought this guy, hey, he just started his music yeah. career. Thanks everybody for coming to my show. 20 people. Yeah. He's one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. So I, I I get to Oakland the next day and they yeah, what'd you guys do last night? You know, we yeah. were telling people, and I shit you not. 90% of the people we told said, you know what? I was at such and such a place down in <laughs> down in in some place down in Oklahoma. And he did the same thing. Yeah. He did that shit all the time. Yeah, I know. And that show that shows you how
1: cool of a guy he was. Oh yeah. Because number one,
0: I mean, right. it was just cool to see Toby Keith at Jim's Razorbacks. Play. Well, I would
1: think, yeah. And
0: I, and the guys kept saying, "Ah, he ain't playing." I said, "Who cares? Let's just hang yeah. out and
1: yeah, he we're plays. in the same place with Toby Keith."
0: Yeah, I said, if he plays, he plays. If he doesn't, he doesn't. We're just chilling out, you know, yeah. And, yeah. you know, hanging out
1: and. Good Lord. I mean, I, I heard, uh, I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, Bob soup did a little show. Uh, yeah. Have you seen hard. it? And he was saying the same thing house band. Yeah. He'll just get up and play with the house band. You know, and that's what
0: he, that's what he did that night too. When <laughs> that band got done, he grabbed a couple of those guys and like, get up on here, you know, and we're kind of looking at each other. Like this is our, we've got to be just out of it. Is this really happening? Like, is he yeah. really going to do this? And, well, then you're so, thinking, oh, he'll get up there and play one song, and then that's it. No, yeah, <laughs> you know, so he, it was crazy.
1: Another little story. He's got this little. Uh, little he calls it a roadhouse, little well, bar that he bought. Hold I, on, okay. I want to do this one. Hold on, okay. But
0: Kevin said honestly, the fact he didn't show that house band up absolutely describes what he's. Ca- he. And and that's exactly why he didn't go on until he did. Because that band wasn't finished. And that band had a paying gig, and he wasn't going to take that away. But anyway, go
1: ahead. You know why? Because that's what he did till he was 30 years old. And it's because as famous as he got, this guy never never changed. No. He never changed from who he was. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've learned so much about him in the last a couple of days, this, the, the, the guy was at home in dive bars just as much as on the biggest stage in Las Vegas. It didn't matter to him. He liked to yep. just play. It didn't yep. matter who was playing. And he was uh, an original. Uh, another quick story about uh, his career that I knew a little bit about. He was not part of the Nashville establishment. He yeah. was not. And he never bought a home in Nashville. And most country legends end up having to have some sort of a home in Nashville. You have to have a base there because that's that's country music. Yep. Wouldn't do it. And it cost him dearly. It almost cost him his career. Yep. He uh, was doing okay with some songs, but he wasn't in complete control control of his career. He had other people tell him, oh, no, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And he said, no, I'm not. That's bullshit. I'm not doing that. I don't believe in that. And that's the Oki coming out at him. There. That's right. And he yeah. told him, he said, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And he goes, we're going to do it this way. Well, he ended up buying his entire catalog of songs and then make, and forming his own record company. And that was a huge break because he wasn't a superstar yet right. and he did that. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's when how you like me now came out. Yeah. His signature song. And, and that's the way he, he was. And, you know, uh, he loved Oklahoma. He loved where he, his roots were and he never left them. You know, he, I mean, he's got a home in Cabo. He's got a home. uh, Was it where else was he? He's got one. He's got a Lake house up in grand Lake. There's another place.
0: Which is still Oklahoma, but yeah, but
1: he's got, (laughs) yeah, he's got, Sanctuaries that he goes to, but he always came home to yep. Oklahoma. And you know, he's not just a legend with OU, he's also a legend with Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. You know, the song I Should Have Been a Cowboys, one of their songs. Yep, yep. And he went in, uh, I think it was a basketball game that him and Barry Switzer went up there a year or so ago. Yeah. Maybe ended so. up in Eskimo Joe's in Stillwater, Oklahoma, which is not a place you want to be if you're an OU fan. Right. Yeah. And OU had played basketball that night and got beat, got their ass kicked. And he goes in there and he starts playing in that bar for them. Because that's him. That's him. <laughs>
0: that's him. Now, he's you, just, you were going to tell a story about Hollywood Corners. Yes. So – just quick on it and I'll mm-hmm. set it up and you can tell the story. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Corners is this it used to be this little podunk like gas station, gas station. store that
1: he that he was in in his youth. All yes.
0: It closed. Toby bought it. Now mm-hmm. it's got a back, it's got they made like a big stage and they do outdoor mm-hmm. concerts and stuff mm-hmm. there. And uh it's three miles from his house. And yep. as a matter of fact, the first time we took Heather to Oklahoma, That's right. <laughs> we didn't know where Toby lived. And we we, we sent Heather and I said, go in and ask that guy. You said, I think, go in and ask that guy. Tell him you're from uh, New York. You're here visiting. And you don't want to like, you just want to drive by Toby's house, ask him if he knows where it is. And she goes, oh, he won't know. I said, just go in there. He might. And sure enough, the guy said, oh, yeah, just take this road three miles that way. He'll be, you'll see it. Or he you may know? be in here in a little while. Yeah, he goes. oh, hang out in here. He's in here all the time. So anyway,
1: it's just crazy. <laughs> a little old dump like you see out in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah. So anyway, Toby bought it and tell yeah tell so him what he, he buys did. it.
1: Yeah. And fixes it up, you know, and they have outdoor concerts and stuff. It's a, it's a real cool. We drive it, by it on the way to football games. It's a cool yeah, looking. Yeah, and and yeah. when the weather's warm, they have outside concerts on Fridays yeah. and Saturday nights. And I I think it's a little convenience store. I don't I don't think there's. Gas pumps there anymore? If I remember, I don't. I'm not sure, but it still looks exactly. Yeah. They just kind of renovated it. but It still has the same appearance it always has. So when he he got to feeling a little bit better with, through this cancer, he decided, you know, I'm going to see if I can do this again. Mm-hmm. So well, he was
0: prepping for those Vegas shows, but he wasn't. Yeah, but he commit. didn't know for
1: sure whether he could do it. Right. And yeah. So he thought, well, heck, why don't I just kind of spontaneously show up there, yeah.
0: Right. So he got a
1: hold of the whoever was running it and said, Hey, book us for whatever night it is. And the guy goes, Wow, how are we gonna be able to handle that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean <laughs> there's no yeah. place to park. It's yeah. out of the middle of no yeah. So yeah. he goes, Oh uh he said tell him another band's gonna be playing no there. he said he said say, yeah no. Advertise it as the greasy weenies Yeah, another band called the Greasy Weenies are gonna yeah. be playing there. And the guy goes, What? Who are they? And he goes, It ain't nobody. Just tell them that the greasy yeah. weenies are gonna play there. And he goes, That'll be you know be a crowd to make People might be so anyway. When people saw the greasy weenies were gonna play, who the hell is that? But then kind of word began to yeah, you know, rumors begin to circulate so. He's driving to the to the Hollywood corner from his house, which is out in the boondocks, you yeah. know, and he's like three miles. So he said, I get I can't start getting close to Hollywood corners my God, like, oh, there's cars parked in the ditches and everywhere yeah. else because the only place you can park from the side of the road in the ditch. Yeah. We've been down that road a thousand times. Yeah. He was there, lined up everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're
1: we're it got out. Yeah. I was gonna play. It, <laughs> like, it, it, you've
0: we've been by there we've been by there when they've had you know smaller concerts oh, yeah. and it, you know it looks like it'd be a fun place i would have i would have killed to know that he was actually i would have been i would have w- drove down i mean I think
1: he did two shows there
0: yeah and they, they were sitting on the roof of that place
1: i mean yeah. that's that is just obi keith and i think the greatest thing i can say about him is he never met a stranger I've I've learned so much about him. And and I I thought I knew all this. And and anyway, he 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 respected your opinion. Yeah. You might be on the opposite side of the fence on him on anything, but he didn't hate you for it. You know, I I don't know when you saw this, but Stephen Colbert, who's as different from Toby Keys as could be, I did not know this. He had him on his show and he was dreading it. he was dreading it because they're different politically and uh he was he said why are we booking toby because i don't think i'm gonna like this guy yeah and they go well he's a big star you know blah 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 so toby came on and and he sang and then they got to talking and and they hit it off uh stephen colbert said just like a house of fire he said we hit it off like house fire he goes I'm, he gave this tribute on his show the other night, and he yeah. go and then he was crying. He was almost crying. He goes, "I I lost one of my dear friends." He goes, yeah. "Who in the hell would ever think Toby Keith and me would have been friends?" Yep. Yeah. And He goes. So after they got to talking and everything, Toby Keith said, "I thought I'd hate you, you son of a bitch." You know, he and he goes, <laughs> yeah. I, "I he goes, whatever the fuck you do." You do it really well. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh Colbert had a had a little pillow made and had that embroidered. Yeah. Down. And you know, he had Toby Keith's name on it. It, it. it just it just shows you what this guy could what he was. He yeah. was just, he, he was just there'll never be another one. And no, no. In uh, the songs, you know, somebody mentioned on there a while ago, uh You know, they're iconic. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you the truth. I was, I'm not a huge Toby Keith fan of his music. Right. Um, There's some of them I don't care for. I mean, I never bought a Toby Keith album ever, but there's some of those songs that are fantastic. They're just fantastic.
0: Yeah, I I bought four or five of them.
1: Uh, And the videos. Oh, yeah. The I Love This Bar video has... And that's Toby Keith right there. That well is, he didn't that, act in that one. So a few a few things <laughs> before we get to the
0: story, the last story about Toby, uh that you wanted to talk yeah. about. Um uh, people uh in the chat, Dennis and Shoddy saying horse and a duck, and that's what Colbert said. He's like it, it was him and I being friends is like a horse and a duck being <laughs> friends. He said, By the way, I'm the duck. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah favorite song i love this bar was a thousand percent my favorite song i think so too i love I, that one, toby did that yeah he'd been in bar fights i guarantee 100 percent. 100 um love that one absolutely loved uh beer for my horses Lo- i sang that song on the top of my lungs before um so yeah those is that, it watch is love i love this bar is that your favorite
1: I think so. I like, I, I want to talk about me. I yeah. That's a good one. one. Um, good one. Oh God. I never did care for, I should have been a cowboy because you didn't I, like that. I, one. No, I, I didn't say I didn't like it, but I couldn't identify with it. Um, well, fair. That yeah. was a great story. How you wrote that song. Did you hear? Oh he God. That what song? a great,
0: yeah. <laughs> and again, he's just at a bar and you know, this girl's hitting on one of his friends and, and the girl blows off his friend, goes to Toby and they say, hi, see, you should have been a cowboy. Toby so turned around and said, Hmm, wrote that song the next that's day.
1: Right. Kevin, you're right. I forgot that one. It's good yeah, because I once, once was, was I think that's my yeah. favorite, and yeah. especially as I get older. And uh yeah. yeah, uh there's another song, I think it's called uh Stays in Mexico.
0: Oh, it's yeah, it's a
1: good one. I hear. love that song. I don't think that was a hit, but it's just, no, it wasn't, but it's a good song. It's a great song. Yeah. Uh but- the one about the motorcycle rider, uh God Lover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a just great one. YouTube them. I mean, it's just over oh, and no. uh,
0: And he wrote them. To, he wrote yeah. those songs.
1: You talk about low key song. I
0: thought was good. Uh, she Ain't Hooked on Me No More. Google that one. That's a good one. I heard one. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, that they're just, They're just fantastic songs. Yeah. Red Solo Cup, to me, only Toby Keith could have sung that and made that any kind of a song. It's the stupidest song there ever was.
0: I, I
1: Coach Toby, I hated that song. I didn't like it either. But <laughs> it was, that was just a dumb one. But with I like the hook,
0: but I hated. The, I didn't like that one very well. Yeah, but I, you're right. It was him, and it's Toby Keith, and he's yeah, he's drank out a red solo cup all his lives. So I, <laughs> I get it. I mean, I, I didn't like it. But guys, but, if
1: uh, if you like him at all, you and you haven't done it yet, go to YouTube. Oh yeah, just. The last interview he did, you've got to listen to if you like him, because oh, it's, it's, he spilled his guts. Yeah. Should have known then something was wrong. Yeah. He looked terrible. When I saw that interview, I said, oh, my God. And I hadn't seen him in yeah. a while. He was really getting skinnier and skinnier. And yeah. uh, this gal from Channel 9, which is a television station in Oak City, uh, did this hour interview with him yeah. after his ranch and she knew him really well. It's great. It is fantastic. You'll learn something about life. Listen, yeah. it. it brought tears to my eyes, and it just, uh, yeah. the the charity work this man did that people don't know.
0: That's, I was going to bring that up before we keep putting off the, the main event here, but uh, he basically, he said he donated all his money to St. Jude, Mm-hmm. And, uh, then, but he's like, no, we need something like this in Oklahoma. So he built his own, you know, modeled it after St. Jude and, and built a cancer, you know, facility for kids in Oklahoma. Yeah. And and he said in that interview, he said the one thing I got worried about the most is when I got sick and couldn't do stuff. He's going to raise money to keep this thing going. And
1: It, I, it, it actually is. It's the, it's, the it's, it's a place for the family to stay.
0: No. Yeah, that's what I meant.
1: Yeah, it's not the hospital is there. It's like where the parents, they're they're going to take care of the parents. Yes. Yeah. And for them, uh, those kind of things. And the story he told, and I do want to mention this because if you have extra money and and you're looking for a donation somewhere, St. Jude's, it's phenomenal. It's just Mm -hmm. a phenomenal place. And or or you could donate to the corral, you know, okay, case this what this is called, you right? Know, okay. yeah. But anyway, a friend not of the Sooner a, Corral, just to be clear, not the Sooner no. yes. <laughs> Chorale's a bar, I'm sure he's played in 9,000 times, but I think it's tore down now. But <laughs> that's another story, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, uh, his guitar player's daughter uh, was diagnosed with cancer when she was very very young and she was on hospice and he had donated money to st jude's for years and he found out about it and he said hey 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 don't let me call them mm-hmm. and see what i can do so he called him and they go well, send, send us uh her scans and stuff and we'll see if there's anything we can do so they called him back and said get her down here um Looks like maybe there's a couple of things we can try and get her here. Well, the mom, in five minutes, packed her up, and her mother packed her up yeah. and drove from Oklahoma City to Memphis and because and, she didn't want to waste another second get her down there as quick as she could. Well, yep. she got down there. Anyhow, unfortunately, there wasn't anything they could do, so they were at the funeral, and after the funeral, they were all talking, and the mom said, you know, St. Jude's. She goes, I got down there. I didn't have any clothes. I I had very little money. She goes, I just got her in a car and we just flew down there as fast as we could go. And Toby yeah. was mad. He said, You should have called me. I'd got my private jet and <laughs> yeah. got you down there. Anyway, she goes, They gave me money, uh, Walmart gift cards. Uh yeah, fed us, just took care of us. She goes, It was un unbelievable, believable. And uh, so yeah, Shoddy mentions the song that he sang yeah. uh, when he got that award, which was so fitting uh, for what happened. That's a story in itself, too, how that was yeah. written. Yeah. So, oh, that's good. All was, right. Let, let's
0: let's talk about the last uh, story with him. Um because it so, was it's a good one for sure. And oh, it's, all all credit goes to Pedlo for this one. Yeah, I am Pedlo. Well, sure so we went down. Shotty was with us, and uh, uh, Sandy, Davey. and you, and I, and uh, Davey was there, and Davy's wife, wife, and father, and brother.
1: Yeah, that's and about the crew. Yeah,
0: I can't. I think that's it. Think uh, so, yeah, about eight of us. Yeah, and uh, we had never met Pedlo. We never met him. I mean, we talked to him a mm-hmm. billion times on here, but we'd never actually face to face met him. And we met him. He said, "Hey, don't you don't you go running off." okay whatever that means you know i'm you know nice guy i'm just being funny but he said don't go oh, right yeah. off so comes back we're watching uh, husker butch he comes back He cut it after that race he goes come on round everybody up we're gonna go meet toby keith and we're like oh, really
1: no the first, first thing he asked us Aaron. first thing he goes was you guys want to meet toby keith yeah and we go duh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah old pedlo brings us
0: brings everybody up there and here comes toby and he, he he just spent time with everybody and was talking and, you know, he talked to Davies, Davy, where are you coaching? Oh yeah. I know such and such over there. And Davy's like, yeah, you know, all this stuff and took pictures with you guys. And, uh, Pedlow t- told him who, who, uh, I was. And he sat there and talked to me about this, you know, horse that almost one of his and, and what, who the mayor was and who, you know, just on and on and on. And
1: it's it, unbelievable. It, well, it was, and, and
0: I think you, you know, you'd never actually like met him, met him. And I think you saw what kind of what I've said is just, he's just a regular guy. You know? oh, he knows.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I went over there and, you know, it was my turn, whatever it was. I can't even yeah. remember. And, and I shook his hand, of course. And, and I, for some reason, I, I'm not really in awe of the, and I am, that's stupid. I was in awe of it, but yeah. I just said, hey, I don't want to know any bullshit. I just want to know how you're feeling. Yeah. How are you feeling? And he goes, well, he goes, I know I look like hell. <laughs> 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 I'll never forget that. I know I look like hell. And he goes, yeah. but really, I feel good. And he said, I just can't get any weight back. I, you know, yeah. I had stomach cancer, I have trouble eating a lot. And he goes, I just can't get my, my, uh, way back. He said, but I, I, he said, I feel pretty good. And we talked a little bit about the sitters in there for a little while. And the next thing I know, he's got you cornered. Yeah. yeah. And sure I'm did. telling you folks, it, it was like him and Aaron were best buddies. It was crazy. And he, Aaron couldn't get away from it. I and couldn't. he was just horse racing this and horse racing that and wanting to know yeah. Aaron's opinion. And, and, and when, when you, uh, Pedlo introduced you, he goes, Oh, is this, this old boy? Yeah. Stuff in there that you got this shit you're looking at over and over. That's yeah. Stuff? You know, like that.
0: And well, he and, yeah, he, he came over to me and we we're talking and, uh, Pedlo goes, tell me, this is a uh, Aaron from racing dudes. We look at his stuff on these tracks. We don't know nothing about Toby's <laughs> <me> his, his <laughs> eyes kind of lit up because, Oh yeah, man. He does. El Pedlo does look at that stuff all the time. He goes, you know, I do too. When we're sitting there, we like to bet six or seven tracks at a time. And I don't know what's going on in some of these tracks. We just look at your stuff and fire away. I thought,
1: oh my God, that was this is insane. You know, So then he goes, you know, when he finally gets around, when you, yeah. when he finally's done with you, which seemed like it was 20 minutes. Yeah. And then he goes over to my wife and, you know, he, gracious enough to take of course she's taking pictures and he's gracious yeah. enough to talk to her and then Davey who's standing there with his mouth open like oh god I can't believe this and his wife you know <laughs> and then <laughs> his father it is his uh brother who was young I think he was like 12 you know they're sitting there and I look over at Shadi Shottie and Shadi's just there like oh my god <laughs> you know and so I'm so she was, I'm like, he was over there like these people are crazy, just talking to Toby Keith. Well, she's like, I can't believe where i right. And, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, the yeah. out, you know, she's outgoing and everything and one, oh, yeah. she's a, oh, yeah, like, she got oh, quiet up there. Didn't she? I <laughs> said, are you going to get your ass over here and get a picture of mine? <laughs> I don't think she would have done it. So she comes as trying correct me if I'm wrong, but anyway, she comes over there. Of course he, he's gracious to her. And I think he would have stayed out there and talked for a long time, but he was supposed to go in there and do writers up for the yeah. next race or something. Cause he goes, yeah. Guys, I'm sorry, but I got to go. I got to go there and do this, you know? And, yeah, well, it was,
0: it was Oklahoma Derby Day, and that, that yeah. derby was getting close. Yeah. I so will he never. going. Yeah.
1: yeah, and, you know, it's so poignant. Poignant is that the word is. So now, because he passed, like, you know, what, it's been, what, five months ago? And yeah. what if we hadn't gone? You know, what if we hadn't gone? I know. It was funny. I asked uh, Davy's brother, who's about 11, you know, 11-year-old, just thinking, yeah, he may he he may not give a shit. Yeah. So I said, how'd you, "Was that pretty special to you?" And he goes,
0: "That's Toby Keith." Yeah. Right. What do you
1: think? <laughs> that <laughs> was pretty funny. He looked at you like, "Are you dumb?" He looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what a day that was! And, uh, oh, it just, was. Uh, I'll never forget it. And yeah, I just it, think. The one more thing I want to say, uh, real quick. Um, oh, you, oh, you said uh, Shotty said she saw him again. Well, see,
0: Shotty, because you knew him then. That's That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I I will say before you you go on, yeah. So Ryan Humphreys, an old Oklahoma basketball player, yeah, walks by and, and, uh, Pedlo goes, Hey, you'll know this guy to you, you know, and, I see out in the corner of my eye, Toby's over here talking about some mayor on his farm, you know, <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I'm sitting here talking to Toby Keith. <laughs> I really need to get over there. I really want to meet Ryan Humphreys because I was just a little kid when he was playing. I loved him. I can't, and you know, it's just one of those things it's like, I can't hey, do this guy sitting here talking to me about this mare he's got. That's going to, you know, and I'm just like, well, this is a, this is like a Larry David situation. You know, it's like talking to the biggest celebrity in the, one of the biggest in the world. And I'm sitting there trying to get to this basketball player, played at Oklahoma. I never got to him. It's long <laughs> story short, but, but then I just kind of, you know, he, he was just, he was just so proud of, the, of that horse. And he just wanted to tell me the whole history of that horse. And oh, he's got an eye problem. That's why he drifts out and all this stuff. We're going to get corrected and all this and tell him like how he got raised and all this stuff. And I was just like. Oh, that's great yeah that's great that's great come on please don't don't leave ryan Humphreys. i'd like to say <laughs> hi and uh anyway so anyway it's long afterwards
1: he so. just loved yeah. horse racing uh oh he it, listen the
0: passion for horse racing guys it it, it it was just as strong as any of us i mean he he absolutely he loved it and he was at Remington park every night he could he was every night way. he was there and heather and i were out down there on a random Oh, it was Thursday or Friday one night. I just, we we're celebrating my birthday, and I was down there and looked up. And there's O Toby up on the railings outside on the suite, you know, waving at people and yelling at somebody new. Yeah, Heather's like, I can't believe that's him. I said, I swear to God, that's him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's here every night, but anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the other thing about Toby, he he was so different from most Oklahoma sports fans that he supported everything he
0: yeah. uh, he
1: was he was at basketball games regular at basketball games yeah. baseball he got into the softball uh, uh yeah. crazy thing that we have uh going down there now he was gymnastics he was at everything he he loved Oklahoma university sports and he went to all of it uh, but the one thing I've learned from all of this I am deathly afraid of cancer. I'm deathly afraid of most of us are. And yeah, shouldn't. sure. Yeah. He's taught me how you deal with it. You just look at straight on there in a damn thing you can do about it and just let, let fate take over. And, yeah. and you do it, you deal with it the best way you know how to do it. You don't let it define you. Yeah. You keep going if you feel like it. And if you don't, you gotta, you gotta take it easy. And that's yeah. what he did. He kept going. I dearly think he did those Vegas shows, and I have no idea. I'm just guessing because he wanted to do that one more time. I just no,
0: I really think that's 100%. He to go
1: do that again to see yep. if he could. Yep, I think you're right. Because and I he, think... Went down, he went down after that, and <clears throat> I think he wanted to do that. One he definitely, time.
0: if you want really want to be inspired by somebody, you got to yeah. go listen to the first 20 minutes of that interview uh that he did that you reference on channel nine. It's an hour I mean, interview, first 20 minutes. It's powerful, it's man. He, it, he, it, it,
1: it's, it's unbelievable.
0: He just said, man, he I'm gonna do everything I can. This ain't gonna define me. I'm gonna live my life. And hell he did. He was at all these places, it, and he, did, he obviously wasn't doing all that good, you know, but he just
1: kept no. going. So but you would never know he was sick. No. It, I mean, you knew because all you had to do was look at him. But yeah, the way he acted and and the fun he did, it was he's he's really yeah. uh, Kevin. What they did at the OU basketball game Tuesday night, yeah, uh, he always sat right down on the floor uh, at the into uh, one basket, and they put a guitar in his seat in a yep. OU hat and a red cup. Yeah, and I think they're gonna. That was the wound was so fresh at well, that it, game tuesday night
0: it, it happened that day so yeah, they, they couldn't early plan that. much but they, they yeah. did everything they could they
1: you know. just couldn't do it right and yeah i i heard the OU you uh radio announcer he's got a sports radio show and i was listening to him and he goes we just couldn't get into that game and he said it was the oddest feeling he goes everybody was just in so much shock and sorrow Yep. That when that game started, it was just it was, uh, it was just nothing in there, and then finally it got going. But I think they play at home again Saturday. Uh, I think they're going to do a lot of stuff on Saturday. All uh, drinks will be sold in in red solo cups with TK on it. I think that's cool. They're going to try to do some stuff. They'll have more time to to do it. Correctly, I think everybody was in shock and just didn't have time to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, oh, and also they also play Oklahoma State that day. Yeah. And they, I think they'll want to take part in it too, even though everybody hates each other. But they don't hate Toby Keith, so right. right.
0: You know, you I've I've left out a lot of stories I've heard oh, yeah. about him, um, but what one more about OU? Uh, I was listening to George Stoya, who works for SoonerScoop.com. Uh, he went to school at OU and uh, he met Toby when he was a student at OU and he was working for the student newspaper or the can't, you know, the university newspaper. Uh it it does kind of get thrown out to the public. It's not just a school paper, like it. they, you know, the public gets a hold of it. And uh he was working there and for you know, because he's at an OU event, he bumps into Toby Keith and he said, uh, to- he said, uh, Toby grabbed him. He said, Hey, George. And George was like, what? He said, Hey, I'm a big fan of your work, buddy. And George was like, <laughs> Toby, he's sitting here. I'm a student at OU. And he says, I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> but that, that was him, you know, yeah. uh, yeah. through and through, like he, he probably wanted to go reach out to him. And, and I heard, uh, Eddie Redosh that she was a big, I mean, he's probably the most uh, notable figure down there in the media and in, I, they were, they talked all the time. So, you know, it's just, he was, he was a part of it. Just like, you know, you and I, it was, a, would be a part of it, you know, yeah. he wasn't above anybody. And that's, yeah. that's a, that's the best thing you can say about him.
1: Yeah. He was, he was one of us and uh, yep. that had a, a very special talent. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So he really wasn't one of us, but he wanted to be, <laughs> and I'm telling you, there are not many that did it any better than he did. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if him and Jeff Ruby
0: we were were close. I'm sure they were, but uh, yeah, he's done a lot. of concert. I've seen those videos. Yeah, but again, he. I don't know if he's close with old Jim's at
1: Razorback Pizza, but he did an impromptu concert there too. So, well, he was very close to Jim Ross. Yep, and yep. Jim's not doing very well either. So, no,
0: he's not. Yeah. Well. So, yeah, so I don't
1: think his is as dire, but, uh,
0: no. yeah, he's, he's struggling with the same kind of thing.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. uh, anyway, anything else? No, it's gonna, gonna, gonna miss him tremendously. Yep. He's going to be There's missed. nobody to fill the void either. So, <laughs>
0: yep. No, no, absolutely not. He's gonna, he was a one of a kind. He's going to be missed at Remington and, and OU softball and everywhere yeah. down there. And, I feel yeah. so bad for, for Pedlo, you know, because he's, we can sit yeah. here and talk about him and we loved him, but uh, that was, that's Pedlo's friend,
1: you know. And they were very close. And yeah, I right, sure wish Pedlo could have been on air and text him and. No, I'll let him know to listen. Tell him to make sure.
0: Yep. And, I'll let him know
1: to listen. And boy, we owe him, a, we well, owe him a lot. Pedlo, uh, I, I can't thank you enough. Yeah. I, I know I thanked you in person a lot, but. Yep. I'll thank you again right here. It was special. For all of us. Yep.
0: Yep. We we definitely appreciated that more than you'll ever know, that's for sure. And he sure didn't have to do it either. That's the thing. Well, you know, absolutely not. And Toby <laughs> so, didn't either. He could have said, I don't know those bozos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if he's that kind of guy, Pedlo wouldn't have brought us up there. So <laughs> that's true. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, we got through it. it. Yep. I think that's about all well we could do a lot more, but I think that's all we're going to do for today. Um yeah, so everybody have a good rest of your day. Uh, we got also got to get off here because Magic Mike's coming up at 4 o'clock, and that will be, uh, it's, oh, well, geez, 39 minutes away. So they're going to go oh, Tampa four Bay. O'clock.
1: What's that? Oh, wait a minute. I'm looking at the wrong thing. You're right. You're right. It is almost 4 o'clock, isn't it? It is almost 4. Yes, wow. sir. Well, I've farted away another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. We're going to get off here. Uh, I uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I, you know, just the, the minute I, I saw that, I got to thinking about the show. So there's just no better show um, to do this on. No. It just. I don't know. I just thought of the show immediately. I said we, that's, "This is the show. We'll do Super Bowl, and this is it." You know. Well,
1: I hope you were going to. And uh, I couldn't yeah. have done it Tuesday. There's no way. No, no. I, I, I thought about that
0: all day. I was just upset. And
1: hey, I got home about four thirty that night, and I'd been to school all day, and I didn't have time to look at anything. And yeah. So I got a little bite to eat and uh, we weren't going to go. We didn't have to go anywhere that night. And I sat and I was on Twitter and YouTube the entire night. I just was reading the tributes from people from all walks of life. It was just unbelievable. Yep. Yep. So,
0: I know. It. Well, it's because he, he was he Dennis he, settle, but you just didn't, you just don't, you never hear a bad story. And I know like when somebody passes away, you don't, but, I never heard one when he was alive either. And you're, I,
1: you're always greater after you're dead, yes. That but, is true.
0: <laughs> But this is this is one of those times where yeah. pretty damn great
1: when he was alive, too. He, he was. Never. He was special. Like he was said. a man who was comfortable with where he was. And yeah. you know, another thing, one quick thing, uh, he kept his family separate from everything. But yeah. now the tributes have come out, and he gave us great tribute to his kids and his his wonderful wife uh i never knew you didn't ever know about that part of his life but they would have been married 40 years uh this year and he said she's she's a rock and she got him through this battle she was yeah. one of the ones that got him through it so
0: yeah no you're right i didn't know anything about about uh, his wife at all uh up yeah. until when he sang that song at that award show so yeah yeah, man. Yeah. Crazy anyway. stuff. Yep. All right. Well, we're gonna leave you because yep. you got you got handicapping to do now. So thank you everybody for uh sitting through it and, and letting us talk about him Yeah, thank you. Him. That was therapeutic
1: yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah,
0: we certainly like I said, we we've been wanting to do this and I, I purposely didn't didn't talk to you much about it because I just like, yeah, we'll save it for the show, you know. Yep. Yeah. But uh, anyway, all right. So we're gonna get off here, guys. Uh, Magic Mike coming up here in about 35 minutes, and we'll be back tomorrow for more dudes who bet daily. Um, Magic very upset; his horse is lost, so he's he's not happy. But hopefully, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully we have some better luck a little bit later on this week or tonight, yep. I should say. So, yep. all right, all right, guys, we're getting off here. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time. To